I admit to being freaked out about podcasting until I discovered Anchor. First off, it's free. It has creation tools that allow me to record and edit podcasts. Most importantly to me, it distributed my podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a lot of others. Yeah, it also allows me the opportunity to make money on my podcast, which is a win. But most important overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. That's a huge win. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. Welcome. We're back. We took a week off uh, to celebrate the 4th. So I hope everybody uh, on uh, had a great 4th. Was uh, hope it was safe and hope it was uh, enjoyable in this uh, weird situation we find ourselves in. Um, so it's weird. I kind of got in the habit of having these conversations with Gianni and Tony who's going to join us later and talk to you all. Uh, so it was weird taking a week off, but uh, it was needed. Um, uh, I also wanted to say before we kind of get into uh, the topic for tonight that, uh, you know, Gianni and I were, were talking, there's Tony, I'm going to invite him in, um, that we collectively uh, as a group are, uh, he should be there. All right. We're tired of talking about the stuff we got to talk about, right? We, we, we legitimately are. We want to talk hoops. We want to talk about, you know, who had the most points last night. We want to talk about the great block, the, the game when he shot. We're ready. <laughs> we're ready. Uh, but until that happens, this is what we got. So this is what we're talking about. Uh, I am Jose. We are, are Peach Basket. Uh, we are a site dedicated currently to the Lakers and the Clippers. We're growing now. We're expanding. Um, but right now, that's our focus. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. With me are writers for Peach Basket, Gianni and Tony. This is like, I think, the third week in a row uh again we were off last week but the third time in a row that johnny tony and i gotten together um so we we kind of got a good cadence going down i think we understand uh what it is we want to do so at the end of the day here's what's going on in in the nba this is what we want to talk about number one we've been talking about the nba bubble for for a while uh everybody's been talking about the nba bubble um but now well a couple of weeks ago july 2nd uh, there was word out that the NBA was considering a second bubble for the eight teams that weren't invited to participate in Orlando. So topic number one, we're going to talk about this second bubble. The NBA is getting you know pretty good reviews about what they're trying to do with the, the primary bubble. Um, so what they're doing now is they're considering taking those eight teams, the, the eight worst teams in the association, and giving them a little a little run, a little time to stay healthy, to break a sweat, to play against uh, competitive teams. Um, so far, from what I've read, uh, three teams, the Cavs, the Pistons, and the Hawks, have said they're in. They want to play. Um, the Knicks and the Warriors have said they likely will pass for different reasons. Um, Steph Curry specifically said, I don't want to play meaningless games, or at the very least, he said it's hard for him to consider playing in meaningless games, which I get. Um, and then I really haven't heard anything from the Hornets, the Bulls, or the, the Wolves. So, Gianni, let me start with your thoughts on this. First off, I want to really key in on what um, Curry said. 
Chris said he doesn't want to play meaningless games. Uh, and those games are meaningless, but I mean, I, I would not play uh, if something wasn't on the line. I understand Curry's a different animal, uh, and he's a champion. He's used to games that count, games that matter. Um, but what do you think, Gianni? This second bubble, for lack of a better way of calling it, good idea, bad idea, and does Steph Curry have a point? Uh, so in the sense of players getting back in shape, I mean, I think it's a good idea. Uh, as far as having a second bubble and all that, I just don't think it's worth the risk of getting all these people together. Uh, the It's kind of a logistical nightmare, having a second bubble, having all these yeah. tests, you know. Players can, can have their runs, like, in the gym on the side, you know, stay in shape. And as far as Steph goes, I completely understand, man. Like, it would be tough for me to want to watch the, the, the Cavs play the Knicks or the Pistons play uh, for just basically, like, preseason games. So, I mean, players are going to get are going to get right, get in shape on their own. And, I mean, if I'm a player, especially like Steph, I'm staying away from that second bubble. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, it's rough. Um, and, honestly, I don't know, outside of Cleveland, Detroit, and Atlanta, who's going to watch those games too, right? Tony, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you guys. I don't, I don't even see the point, like. Your your um, your draft seating is already uh, fixed. It's eight games, eight games right. through the end of the season. You're already starting the the league the league off uh, off season uh, behind the uh, coronavirus risk. No uh, from your family play eight means game play play out of picture in the YMCA if they'll you. Um, all this time, you've been you're only back because importance of the economy and wanting to finish the season. If you're not going to be involved in that process or being in, an important contributor to that process, it's it's this this we want to play. I feel left out is nonsense. It's it's it's, yeah. it's the little brother who can't play with the big guys at the court crying. You know you can't play right now, brother. It's the it's the NBA NIT tournament. It's like the, the exactly the guys off on the side playing. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. Side you know, and I forgot, Tony. You bring yeah, you bring up a really right. Yeah, there's there's nothing. There's just eight games. That's the point Tony brought up. That makes a ton of sense. There's no championship. There's like at the NIT, at least they give you a, a phony trophy. You know. Uh, what is the 65th place trophy? But the uh, yeah, this NBA bubble, second bubble. Uh, you know, I, I just don't know that it's worth it. But we'll see. Whoa, Luke, that's a bomb. But it makes sense. Uh, Woj just got suspended by ESPN. I haven't seen that yet, but I believe you, Luke. And uh, I don't know if you guys have heard what happened to, to Woj. That's not something that's on our agenda. But uh, let's actually save thoughts for, for the end on that. But that's interesting. And I think Woj didn't give ESPN much of a chance. Um, per Woj. Per Woj. <laughs> That's funny. All right, let's move on. Uh, although if it didn't happen, I think it probably will. As ESPN's hands are tied on that one. This is a big one. Bleacher Report dropped their top 100 players. I'm not a fan of top 100 lists. I'm not a fan of power rankings, even though we do one. Mine's a little different. 
Uh, I just think it's all subjective. It's based on people's opinions. And how can you really tell me, for example, that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was better than Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan was better than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? It's just kind of dumb at the end of the day. But we do it all all the time. And people like us, we talk about it. So let's talk about it. The Lakers have got three players in the top 100. The Clippers have got six. Uh, the Lakers have got Danny Green at 93, AD at 8, LeBron James at 2. Um, the Clippers have got uh, Marcus Morris at 92, Lou at 86, Pat Bev at 71, Trez at 59, PG at 16, and Kawhi at 3. That's, that's loaded. That's six players is pretty impressive. I want to ask you three questions. Let's start with number one. AD at 8. Anthony Davis this year for the Lakers has been amazing. He's been incredible. He's been clutch. He's, he's uh, shooting threes, not consistently, but he's making a good chunk of them. Um, he's rebounding shots. He's playing defense. They've got him behind Dame Lillard, Jokic, Luka Doncic, James Harden, and then the top three of Kawhi, LeBron, and Giannis. Do you think, Gianni, that AD is the eighth best player in the NBA? Uh, so again, like with the lists, with the Bleach Report, like the the content generators, they're they're making the list so so we can argue, so we can parse it and stuff. Uh, I think the way they're looking at it is AD is the number two option on on the squad. The guys ahead of him are like the number one options on their team. Dame is the number one on his team. Luke is number one. Jokic is number one. So and the LeBron is number one on the Lakers. So can you put AD ahead? AD is the number two guy. Can you put him ahead of number one guys? on other teams doing putting up great numbers. I mean Lucas Lucas is going crazy. Dame is always a beast. Jokic is a monster too. The Nuggets are the number two seed. So I mean if we're just going off skill, I mean AD is a top five player offense defense all around. But the way they're making the list, I see where they're coming from with that with A D at eight. And I mean as far as the list goes, it just kind of shows what you're saying. I mean Lakers have the best players or the best one two combo. Now the Clippers are the deeper team. They have six players. The Lakers have three. But that Braun and AD combo is what keeps them in full time. Yeah. That's a good point. I never really yeah. thought of that that way because you're right. I mean, the top six, well, the top seven guys are all number one. Tony, what do you think? Then they should rename the list. It should be the top 100 number one players in the NBA, first option players in the NBA. Because when you're talking about top 100 players in the NBA, um, you have a 6'10", 6'11", power forward who has the skills of a guard. Yeah. And he plays offense, one of the best offense and defensive players in the league, and he's one of the top eight. Um, Behind players like James Harden, who only plays one side of the ball, um, behind he's behind Jokovic. You mean to tell me Anthony Davis is not better than Jokovic? The guy. So, no, I disagree. Um, um, if you want to go off the the back end of Gianni's comment, he's a top five player at the least. Um, okay. And if you go off offense and defense, if you go off offense and defense. He's a better player than LeBron right now, except LeBron is just extremely skilled on the offensive end. But uh, Anthony Davis is a better defensive player than LeBron is right now. 
So that's fair. All right. So two things. Number one, Tony, just remember to read your mind. Well, no, no. I know what I'm going to say. Number one, Tony, remember to move your mic. And number two, Tony just got heated, man. I've never seen Tony like that. That's what these lists do. Dude got heated. That's what these lists do. That's doing his job right now. Unbelievable. I, I agree, though. You know, AD, at a, I think what, you know, what I heard um, was uh, you know, somebody just tweeted this, whether it'll happen or not, I don't know, but it makes a lot of sense, that LeBron, being the leader he is, is going to take this list, print it out, and put it on uh, AD's locker, right? Remember, you're number eight. Imagine going up against Dame, number seven. Uh, LeBron's going to remind him. I think it's going to be fuel to his fire. All right, general question. We've talked a lot about Lakers versus Clippers. That's kind of what we do. The Lakers have got three. The Clippers have got six. Uh, Johnny, you had mentioned that you know the Clippers are deeper. They've always been deeper. They've, they've been a deeper team. But when you got six players in the top 100, and the Lakers have got three, um, and one you know just barely, Danny Green uh, 93. Um, it's a it's a loaded question. It's a dumb question. But does that just based on those numbers, six against three, does that mean the Clippers are a better team than the Lakers? Gianni, let's I start mean, with you. I picked the Clippers. I, I picked the Clippers at the beginning of the season. Uh, this list doesn't change my opinion either way. It, it, I think they were deeper from the jump. Um, but again, when you have LeBron and another top five to ten player on his team, you always have a chance. But I mean, Kawhi and PG is a nasty combo, and they and their depth is just what I think makes them the better squad. But I mean, it's hard to it's hard to count LeBron out any time, but. The the it's the Clippers for me. It's it's been the Clippers from the jump for me. So I do think that the better team. Yep. All right, Tony, have you calmed down? Are you okay? Can you give us your opinion <laughs> on this? I'm actually never calm. I'm just just putting on a good face for you guys. Um, I'm <laughs> I like the animated conversations about sports. But to answer your question, um, I mean. I believe that the Clippers should be the favorites. They are the deeper team. Um, I just believe that the Lakers' top three players are not too two above the Clippers' top three players. Um, mm-hmm. I would. I think that we kind of makes this a toss-up. Is that um, the experience, the the ability to take over games? Um, when you talk about how deep the Clippers are, they're going to have to throw the kitchen sink at the Lakers to beat them. Whereas if the Lakers top seven can play extremely well, which a lot of it depends on how much AD and LeBron makes them better, then it's it's that much harder to beat them. Um, LeBron is LeBron for a reason. Um, AD, we have yet to see him play in that type of environment. And that type of setting, but I mean, I, I just don't. I don't think that it, it makes the Clippers overwhelming favorite because they're deeper. Um, it, they, you know, the list doesn't change anything. That, this, like you said before, this list is extremely subjective. Um, yeah, um, right, you, right. you have to take in consideration that whoever developed yeah. this list, how much of a fan they are of certain players, and how much a fan of they are of not certain players, mm-hmm. uh, because. 
just the fact that they have Anthony Davis behind Jokic, that has to be a fan move. That's not logical. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I got you. And, and yeah, it, it's hard hard to disagree. At the end of the day, you know, it comes back to, like you said, Tony, are LeBron and AD better than, you know, PG and Kawhi? And you know, that's why we play the game, man, because the only way we'll know is, is, is when we tip the ball up. Um, this is a yes or no question. So I'm, I'm going to ask you guys for a simple yes or no answer. Uh, and I know it's hard for all of us to just stop at that. But um, I'm going to ask you, Gianni. I'm going to ask you, Tony, that I'm going to answer it. They got Giannis at number one. Is Giannis Atenecumbo the best player in the NBA? Gianni, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Tony. No. I don't know if I... Okay. I knew that was coming. Right. I, knew that, I knew that was coming. <laughs> no. All right. Um, okay. I'm going to come back to it. This is the teaser, right? Because I think Giannis, I think he is. Razor thin margin, but I think he is. So you have to stay. You're watching. We have 50 people with us right now. We're glad you're here. You got to stay to the very end to find out who Tony thinks is number one. So Tony, sit on that for me. Because I want to know Tony thinks is number one. Topic number three. <laughs> the NBA players are in the bubble right now. They're staying at luxury villas in Disney World in Orlando. Right now. Uh, I think there's they're at the ESPN sports complex. So uh, whatever wherever they are, they're complaining. Paul Millsap has said his room's got no window. Rajon Rondo said he's staying at the Motel Six. This is scary. Uh, Grizz guard Tyus Jones uh, tweeted, I think, he, I don't know if it was tweet or, uh, or Twitter or Instagram, but he, he sent a picture of a dead cockroach in his room. Um, and there have been lots of pictures of people just complaining about the food. These guys are multimillionaires. These guys are there to entertain us. I mean, yeah, it's their job, but I, I don't fault anybody who said no to this. The three of us have talked about that already. The guys that are there, are, are complaining about the accommodations and I get it. You know, nobody wants to be, you know, I, I travel for a living. I, I, I've been in dumps. I really have been. Um, and it's not fun. And they're there for, you know, when I travel, I'm there for a couple of days. They're there for three months. Um, so it's, it's rough. And, and I don't even know how to frame this question to y'all, but if you're in a room with no window, uh, a room that reeks of a, a motel six, so apologies to motel six, and you find dead cockroaches around your room. I mean, you're not happy, right? I mean, do the players got a legitimate gripe, or is this just NBA bubble drama that'll pass? Silly question, but I felt like like asking it. Gianni, what do you think? I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, I'm not a multimillionaire who's used to like getting whatever I want whenever I want it, right? And I would complain right. if there was a cockroach in my room. I would be. I'm not trying to stay in a Motel Six if I don't have to, right? So, I mean, I think it's easy to pile on athletes and just say, like, oh, go play the game. Like, but th these are right. people who work hard and they get paid, like, their value, right? They're multimillionaires because they're valuable at what they do. There's not a lot of people who can do that. And when you're a millionaire, you get accustomed to a certain lifestyle. You, you know, you start eating steaks. McDonald's tastes a little different uh, when you go there. So, right. I mean, I think they're, I mean, they're, this is the adjustment process. They're bored. Uh, though once the game starts, there'll be less talk about 
the accommodations. But I mean, this is just a bunch of dudes. They're bored. They're just joking on each other. So right. I don't think it's a big deal, but I think they can. They have every right to, to, you know, to complain a little bit. I'm not mad at them. Right on. That's a great perspective, honestly. Um, Tony, what were your thoughts on the Motel 6 cockroach infested bubble? Uh, that's interesting. I was actually watching the video on this earlier where Ray John Rondo was complaining about the accommodations. And um, uh, the the analyst was it was just, you know, uh, talking about the fact, uh, it was Chris Broussard. He, he was talking about the fact that, you know, once you get... Uh, um, used to certain a certain lifestyle, certain accommodations. This is what you expect. Some players were uh, complaining about the size of the TVs. Some players were con- complaining about the size of the beds. Um, yeah. Like Gianni said, I'm not a multimillionaire. Um, uh, not even close. But um, I want what I pay for, or I don't, especially when you're talking about something like cockroaches. Are you serious? Like, I'm not staying anywhere where cockroaches or roaches or flies or ants. And, uh, um, you know, one of the things that they uh, pointed out is this. Um, we're talking about uh, Orlando. You know, so the players are actually used to is not going to happen there because Normally, they have to accommodate people's families, people that can't afford uh, $5,000 a night rooms. Um, maybe he, he was saying, like, yeah, the rooms are like $500. i am not paying $500 a night for a room. But if I pay you $200, $250, $300 a night for a room, I want my money's worth. I want what I'm paying for. I think we lost I Tony. But, yeah, again, he got heated, oh, and, I, no. and, and I don't disagree. Let's see if he comes back. No, I think he's gone. Yeah, yep, there he goes. Bummer. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Tony actually calls in from out of the country, which is why there's a gap. You'll, you'll sense that little delay. Uh, and he's far out of the country. So it's always great to have him. But, you know, we always have these kinds of difficulties. I'm sure he'll be back. Um, but I'll say this. Unlike you, Gianni and Tony, uh, I am a multimillionaire, so I have a different perspective. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I agree with both of you. Uh, dead cockroach. I would just drive me crazy. Welcome back, Tony. All right. Last topic before some closing thoughts. The NBA is taking the lead on this. They're the first of the major American MLB. MLS has actually started, but I don't know how major uh, soccer is here in America. But they're the first major to start playing again. So so they're the first. And anybody who's first is going to um, have issues. They're going to have challenges. There's going to be some scrutiny. Um What's interesting about the NBA and their bubble, infectious disease experts are calling their plan detailed, thoughtful, comprehensive. Uh, Anthony Fauci, who's you know kind of been the face of this from the medical uh, industry, uh, has said it's a good plan. Uh, it looks like it's the best thing that we could do if we want to play basketball in the next couple of weeks. So as I read that, well, and specifically what I read was uh, an article by Adam Silver who basically came out and said, we're confident. We feel good. We like our plan. 
And again, experts are saying the same thing. So I was struck by that because I do think it's the best that we could do under the circumstances. But um, Charles Barkley said, you know, it's doomed to fail. Um, and you, get, you sometimes take, you know, Charles Barkley with a grain of salt. But the question I have for you guys is, and again, it, this is also subjective, but let's ask it because it's in the news. Is the NBA's confidence in this plan false confidence? Um, not to say it's, it's doomed to failure, but, you know, it, are, are we just better off skipping this? Is this false confidence? Or is this the first step that somebody had to take? If the NBA wouldn't have played. MLB is going to come out. They're, they, they, they're talking about a 60-game season to play baseball. Uh, NFL is right around the corner. Somebody would have had to been first. So, um, you know, is NBA doing the right thing, taking all the precautions they can and moving forward? Kind of, a, again, not a great question, and it's just really just opinion, but I'd love to hear yours. Johnny, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before. If any league is going to do it, it's going to be the NBA. They seem to have the most comprehensive plan. They seem to have the best, the most thought out plan. Uh, this bubble thing, if it's going to work, it's going to be the NBA that's going to do it. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I mean, we see Florida just, just as far as the virus goes, we see Florida's kind of blowing up now. Um, we yeah. see regular people having trouble following these rules, just something as simple as wearing a mask. Um, so, I mean, in a perfect world, everybody follows the rules and we get the, uh, we get the season going. Is it going to go off with no hiccups? No, I just hope that we, that the NBA has plans for when things go wrong because things will go wrong. So I'm hopeful that I'm hopeful that it'll work out. Um, If it's going to happen, it'll be the NBA. It'll be this plan. And if this doesn't work, then we're not going to have sports for this year because no other plan is close to this. So I'm hopeful but like I said, cautiously optimistic. I was just going to bounce to Tony and, and Tony bounced. So hopefully he'll come back. You know, I, I never really wrapped my head around what you said. And it kind of frightened me. If this doesn't work, that's kind of frightening, Johnny, if you think about it, because with all these precautions in place, if this doesn't work where we've got this bubble and all of these rules in place, you're right, man. I, I don't think we see sports, you know, till 2021 maybe the middle of so that's a frightening thought um but it's a good one it because it's possible it could fail but interesting tony welcome back what are your thoughts on this is the nba confidence misappropriated like a better way put it in or is the nba right to forge forward and, and put best foot forward and see what happens what do you think tony can you hear us All right. You know, and Tony is the, the key here because he doesn't think Giannis is the number one guy. And that's the last thing we, <laughs> that's what we're going to close with, man. He's got to come back. The, and tell us. The, the, the people, the people are waiting. The people need this answer. Right. People need this right. answer. All right. So Johnny, let's do this. He'll be back in a couple minutes. I know it. I want to hear this, but then we got to get right to that. Who do you think he's number one? His number one player is right now. Who do you think? Oh, he's going Braun. He's going Braun. Do you think so? I think he's going Braun. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. He's a LeBron fan through and through. I just, how is he number one? Okay, we'll see. Tony, welcome back. Uh, thoughts on the NBA moving forward whenever you're ready? Well, the elements of productive confidence include knowledge 
inability. Oh no, we can't leave off that. I was ready. <laughs> I just feel for him, man. He's right now. He's just panicked. He's so frustrated. Yeah, I was on the other end of this. This was happening to me. I feel for him. Okay, when he comes back, I think what I'm going to do is we're just going to finish with this. I need to know who his number one is. Uh, Gianni and I have got, you know, uh, I was going to say a buck. We're not betting any money, but we our bets are for, for LeBron. Let's see what he says. He's coming back now. He told you, I know this is hard for you, man. I know it's a bother bouncing back and forth. If we could do this before we lose you again, end with this. Who is your number one player? No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Our Johnny. If it's not Johnny. Can you guys what people need it, Johnny? We need the number one. Um, I just want to say yes. Yes, I think that I think that yes, the NBA should try and they can get it done. My number one player in the league right now, and is I don't take player ability. Uh, or take player rankings away from an injury doesn't negate player ability. So my number one player in the league right now, even though he's not playing, is Kevin Durant. Oh. Oh. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I, 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 oh, wow. Okay. That's an interesting perspective. Um, and I, I honestly think we're going to lose Tony again. About to lose me too if I don't plug in. Uh, wow, I was not expecting that. Neither All right, I. I respect that. That answer. was shocking I mean, for, me, for me. For me, it was between honestly, it was between Giannis and Kawhi. But I, I, I mean, a fully he can, healthy, K, a fully healthy KD. I see it. I mean, I'm not mad at yeah. it. I'm not mad yeah, at yeah, it. No, it's, it's it's an interesting take. You know, that was you know, Tony dropped the mic and just boom, he leaves. That was epic. Tony, epic take, I, and and we agree. It makes it makes sense. Let's let's leave it at that. We've been talking thirty minutes now, um, and I, I normally like to keep these relatively shorter. Great conversation, though. Thank you to everybody who uh, joined. We want to pull you guys in. Those of you that are that are watching and participating via chat. Uh, moving forward, as we get, and I say this every week. At some point, we're going to do it but we get more and more comfortable with the format. We want to pull you guys in and we want to ask, you know, we want you guys to ask questions of us. We want to ask questions of you. We, we really want to make this as interactive as possible. Um, but, you know, we're, we're looking forward to talking basketball again soon instead of this stuff. Uh, we're really, you know, we're, I, I won't say we're sick of it. We, you know, we're fans just like you. We, we, you know, our tagline at Peach Basket is voice of the fan. We love talking basketball, but we're ready to talk the game instead of the drama and the buildup and the bubble. Uh, so we're close. Thank you all uh, for, t- for uh, participating and joining us today. Tony, thank you for calling in from out of the country. Gianni, as always, thank you. And we will be back. I, I want to say one more thing, though. I want to say one more thing. Yeah, uh, go, man. Free, free, free Woj, man. Free Woj. I, I mean, if Woj is suspended, we got, we got a free Woj, man. I mean, I forgot. That, 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 that's, that senator is a clown. So free yeah. woes. That's all I got to say. Okay. I, you know what? I can't top that. Free woes. We'll, we'll talk next week. Voice of the right, y'all. Drop a bounce right, pass. Throw down your friend rocker. Lay up off the glass right past the shot blocker. I follow through like Kobe's money. You can cash it. For news on LA hoops, come over to Peach Basket.
up-to-date sports, post-game reports, debates and play-by-play coming straight off the court. The voice of the fan making noise, causing havoc. Zone a man up, you can ask Peach Basket. The Peach Basket, coming tune on air. The Peach Basket, where the news begins. We're dropping news like we're in the stands. Creative views from the average fans. 